I went on a, what, 18-hour road trip for the Christmas season, and I have some reports for you. The chance road trip recap, as it were. Indeed. We drove, me and my wife, Emily, we drove from Waco, Texas, back home to Indiana, which is basically Louisville, Kentucky, technically. So that's about a thousand miles both ways. And we took our Mustang Mach-E electric car. And the biggest thing I want to mention is Apple Maps EV routing is so good. So this is the Apple Maps feature where you just plug in. Well, first you link your car to Apple Maps with CarPlay. Plug in your destination and it routes you there and adds in charging stops and charging times and all of that information. The kicker is it's only available on the Mach-E, the Ford F-150 Lightning, and the Porsche Taycan, I think. But if you have one of those cars, it is such a great feature. I used it primarily, and then I also used an app called A Better Route Planner, which is like a third-party navigation for EV apps that actually got bought by Rivian a few months ago, but they're still into, they're still available for anybody to use. And they actually have a CarPlay app, too. But I kind of used a combination of data from both of those to... I hadn't used Apple Maps EV routing enough to know how reliable it was going to be. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think going forward... I now trust Apple Maps EV routing enough to just use it. You got the confidence in it, yeah? Because it because it will do like the stuff where if, if it know it know because it basically communicates with your car to know your battery percentage, right, and like how many miles yes. you've got. So it will plop in the route the where you need to stop to recharge. So it's not just well, it just shows you where the 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 charging points are along your stop, and then right, exactly. it just picks one yeah. like halfway. It like coordinates with the car to know like, and I believe on like the. The little points, it will like tell you estimated percentages, right? And like tell you how much battery you're, you're going to have when you reach here and there and stuff. Exactly. Like if so, say we left Waco with 100% battery and our first stop was 45 minutes past Dallas or something. It would tell it told us you're going to arrive at your first charging stop with 22% battery charge. And then it updates in real time, like as you're driving. So if you're driving faster and your percentage is going down quicker than expected, or if you get caught in some wind or some rain. The arrival percentage updates dynamically as you drive. It seemed actually pretty conservative in terms of your arrival percentage. So it would say like we'd arrive somewhere with 20% estimated and then we'd actually get there with like 25% estimated, which that's certainly the better outcome than arriving with less charge than you anticipated, which seemed to be what happened whenever we used our Tesla for this road trip. One weird thing, though, is on the Mac, there's an option in Apple Maps to let you assume 100% charge, which is actually really useful if you're just, like, game planning your route. So, like, the night before we left, I was just checking some charging stops, doing some research, and on the iPhone in Apple Maps, it'll only let you plan with what battery percentage your car is currently at. But I knew that overnight, the car would charge and we'd leave with 100%, if that makes sense. Wait, so you're telling me the Mac has a feature the phone doesn't indeed for apple maps yes unless i'm completely missing are you missing sure it. about that that sounds I'm, wrong i don't even care what it is the Mac's more ahead of the iphone um, i could not find it for the life of me i hope some if somebody finds it please tell me because it was actually really frustrating it might be like on the mac there's just a checkbox on the iphone you have to like long press on this random icon and it <laughs> reveals some the sub mac, menu <laughs> the mac is just a checkbox and it says yeah. assume 100 percent charge because yeah, I mean the need... Mac, the Mac um, app is um, UI kit, right? So like the the interface app with it should be the same as the iPad, which is then shared with the phone. So I'd be really surprised if that 
I bet it's somewhere on the phone app, just like in a menu you'd never expect. Just like exposed in a really weird position. Well, they should make it easier to find because I yes. could not find it. <laughs> and I no, dug for it. Fair. I dug for it. But the, something else, too, that it does on both platforms, I think, is you can choose specific charging networks. So I think in total it has data from like eight or nine charging networks. The most reliable in the world of non-Tesla chargers is Electrify America. So I opted to only use Electrify America chargers for the most part. So I was able to do this in Apple Maps iOS 17 added something called real-time charger availability. So it would show you like how many actual charging stalls were available at each stop. Oh, that's cool. Well, sort of. Because as far as I could tell, <laughs> like this isn't like you can't find this information in CarPlay. It does just doesn't show up. Oh. And you know, if you have Apple Maps going on CarPlay, the Apple Maps app on your phone is just like the list of directions. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't figure out how to view charging stall information at all when using CarPlay. See, unlike the Mac thing, this I can understand because it's, you know, CarPlay yeah. lags behind. Uh, but like, they should add that. I guess if they only added it in 17, then it, it might not have got around to CarPlay yet. But that'll come on at some point, right? You'd hope. Because the real-time, the Apple Maps EV routing is like a car-specific feature, right? So it only works in a few cars, and those mm-hmm. cars all have CarPlay. Why would you not add the real-time charge? That feels like step one, adding the real-time charging information to CarPlay. <laughs> a very odd omission, unless, again, unless I'm missing, missing it, which is totally possible. Like, the amount of infrastructure, I, I know we just quibbled about some bits there, but, like, the fact that this feature exists in Maps at all for three cars or whatever else is, like... It's such a good sign of just like how much investment they put into the Maps app, you know? Like, uh, yeah. The Maps app is incredibly complicated, incredibly detailed. They have incredible customization and investment for like every geography in the planet, you know, or at least many, you know, Europe, UK, America. Um, I, I can't speak to how well it works in like, you know, further afield, like Turkey and India and stuff, but they at least try. And the amount of, even if you just look at US and, and Europe, like, they have come such a long way from their original launch like a decade ago. When they said they were going to, you know, double down and work on maps, they they really did. It wasn't just, you know, words, empty words. They really did believe in it. It's it's very, very good now. I love Apple Maps UI. The data's pretty good. It's, you know, they I, I in the UK recently, at least where around I am, they they did the thing where, you know, the little um, trees pop up on the, on the yep. 3D map. Uh-huh. So I've got trees now all around me. The road signs show up where they didn't before on the you know like where it has the markings like stop sign mm-hmm. you know like the, the the white lettering on the on the on the actual roads like it's so good uh they don't make any money out of it like it's yeah. easy one of their big they must spend so much money on apple maps and there's no monetization there well, remember uh, Bloomberg reported that they were going to put ads in Apple Maps at some point, and they haven't yeah, done and that he yet. Said, and Goman said that was happening last year, right? Yeah, and it didn't. It came and went. You can still imagine it happening because they, you know, uh, oh yeah, sp- you search in Apple Maps, there's so easily placed for sponsored results. And if my memory serves me correctly, the latter years of the Google Map of the Maps app being powered by Google, they did actually have Google ad placements in there. For, oh really? Yeah, Ugh. for like sponsored uh, POI results and stuff in some places. Oh. It was nowhere near as um, pervasive as what you'd get in like Google Maps today, right? Where they have like ads on every query, but they would show up very occasionally. Um, so I can see that coming back to 
Apple Maps eventually, and as long as it's not too obtrusive, it's it's all right. But yeah, at least right now they they spend a lot of money on Apple Maps, and they get very little from it in direct uh, returns. We are sponsored this week by Top Don, the Top Don TC002 thermal camera for iOS is a groundbreaking device that turns your iPhone or iPad into an infrared thermal camera. This gives you ultra high resolution thermal imaging at your fingertips. It boasts an impressive 256 by 192 resolution, ensuring that you get superior clarity and top-notch quality in every thermal image you capture. It features an ultra-compact form factor and weighs just 1.1 ounces, and is packed with other advanced features like picture-in-picture, image rotation, and so much more. Hit the link in the show notes to check out the TopDon TC002 thermal camera, and my thanks to TopDon for sponsoring 9to5Mac daily. I was driving somewhere in between Arkansas and Tennessee, which is a whole lot of nothing if you've ever made that drive. But there were four different like speed checks where there were police, police like hidden looking for speeders. And every time Apple Maps told me speed check reported ahead, which I thought I remember the days of like to get that type of information, you pretty much had to use Waze just because that's where all the crowdsourced data was. But now it's integrated right into Apple Maps. And I was driving through Memphis, and this was new to me. Memphis has like speed check cameras, which I've never seen anywhere else. And Apple Maps will tell you speed check cameras reported ahead. What's a speed check camera versus a speed camera? I think you've never seen a speed camera before. No, I know they're common over there, but they're not as common, at least in a lot of places here. Oh, really? Okay, well. In Britain, you 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 can go a mile and have like four speed cameras if you're not careful. I know that from playing Your Truck Simulator because that's how I always get <laughs> tickets. Because I'm an American who doesn't acknowledge that speed cameras exist, but so, yeah, but apparently CarPlay has So before has now, it. you've only seen like speed. When you say speed checks, you mean like police at the side of the road or whatever. Yeah, with like, exactly. I that's see. what a speed check has always been in my uh, in, okay. in my mind. No, over here it's like ninety five percent just cameras. So they and they show up on the map and they're labeled. And if you're going yeah. faster than the speed limit, they show up in red and they like tell you. And if they if you're below the speed ah. limit, they just they just you just glide by. And I, I think it says speed camera ahead, but it doesn't like flash up and light up. Um, so yeah, Apple Maps handles it pretty well. Um, what else for my road? Oh, the CarPlay GPS bug that we talked about a couple months ago. I'm sad to report that it's still there. This is where. Your location just kind of freaks out and CarPlay slash Apple Maps has no idea where you are and that completely messes up your navigation. It happened less than I expected, but still just often enough to be infuriating. And when we talked about this and then I wrote about it on the site, we got so much feedback from people saying they were also experiencing the same thing. And as far as I can tell, Apple has not acknowledged it or made any changes to fix it. Maybe they're working on it behind the scenes, but still there, at least for me. CarPlay, the new Apple Music SharePlay feature, is very cool. So this is the thing where other people can join your Apple Music, basically, SharePlay session and add songs to the queue to be played through CarPlay. Emily and I tested this, and it worked pretty much flawlessly. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for just two people because she could have just grabbed my phone and added the songs to the queue. But if you have more than one pers- more than two people in the car or... One thing she did have was like a Christmas music playlist that she'd made so she could go to that on her phone and just add songs to the queue. 
because I didn't have that playlist on my phone. CarPlay should add streaming video apps. So things like Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and all of that. Of course, those, those should only work when you're parked. But for an electric car, having those apps via CarPlay to like watch things while you charge would be super useful. This is something that Tesla has. The Mach-E has like a couple built in, but I've never actually tried to use them. My solution was just to take my iPad mini and like with the smart cover and like fold it over the center screen and just watch things that way. Yeah, you kind of think maybe, you know, the little like video sources menu or like the audio menu when you're you're Mm -hmm. in a player and you just tap it and it comes up with the options. And if you're near like HomePod speakers, they show up there. If you're near an Apple TV, it shows that you can airplay to it. Mm Kind of seems that they could just put like the car screen as one of the options there when you're connected to CarPlay. Oh, yeah. And so if you just go into an app and then you want to watch it, you can just click that. And then obviously it would just black out if you're driving. Uh, I don't really know why they haven't done that. Maybe it's something for next generation CarPlay. Who knows? But yeah. it's definitely like years ago, that wouldn't really have made any sense because not many people are sitting in their car long enough to watch something. But in the world of like charging an EV, like there's a reason Tesla and I think Rivian's have a lot of streaming services built in. It's just another place that Apple should optimize carplay for evs yeah and you could if you want to be crazy you could have like the phone connected to the car be like the airplay receiver then anyone in the car could like choose what to what plays on there and they could yeah. just like airplay it to it that would be that'd be amazing the only thing maybe is that like the frame rate of a carplay is maybe not quite i don't know i never quite sure with the carplay frame rate whether it's just like that's true my car or not my car but like my family's car or like the overall protocol it always seems a bit laggy I love CarPlay, but, you know, if you're scrolling or you're tapping on things, the animations are never, like, 100% perfect. But presumably, they're probably good enough to play, like, 25 FPS video. Well, or if it's not... If it's CarPlay itself, at least you think via, like, wired CarPlay, it should be able to do something. Like, yeah, I don't know, because, like, the Maki, like I said, has a couple streaming services built in. I should try them, I guess, to see how well they actually perform. But if the screen itself is good enough, then it seems like something Apple could accomplish. But who knows? Yeah, this is kind of one of my like silent hopes for the next generation CarPlay. And obviously, in addition to the UI changes and the features, it's just like the frame rate's a bit higher. Because yeah. I feel like the CarPlay frame rate kind of runs at like thirty, but obviously it feels laggy compared to like a phone, which is you know which is either like sixty or if you've got ProMotion, it's like one twenty. So uh, especially if they've got the CarPlay driving the like the instrument cluster and stuff, it would be extra bonus if they can just up the frame rate a little bit so it doesn't feel quite as no it's not laggy but it doesn't feel like super smooth when you're using wireless carplay too there's still a slight lag like when you hit the steering wheel controls to skip a song or to pause Mm. that's something else that they should address with next gen carplay all in all though road trip went surprisingly well and i think that's thanks a lot to the apple maps ev routing feature thanks a lot to the mach-e and it's tendency to actually get the range that it's rated for unlike certain other electric cars oh he's thrown out the tesla shade in this episode well we've made this drive like oh 2019 2020 2021 we made this drive a lot and we've made it every time before this in the model y and we'd always seem to to run into problems with like arrival charging percentages. So it would Tesla would tell us we'd arrive somewhere with like 12, 13%, and we'd arrive with like 6 or 7%, which is fine. You know, you get there, you don't have any, like, 
you're not running out of charge. But over the course of a road trip, repeatedly, repeatedly arriving with less charge than you anticipated starts to add up and makes, means you have to charge longer and longer. So when we left on the drive back from Indiana to Texas, our ETA was like 9.41 or 9.30 p.m. We pulled in the driveway at like 9.45 p.m., which is so, so good for an 18-hour car ride. Yeah, that is good. To only lose 14 minutes across the entire day of charging and stopping to get food and dealing with the dogs. Like, that's really good. I was surprised. Yeah, my Threads-like algorithm at the moment shows me Apple and Meta not agreeing with each other, like those employees just having a go yeah. at each other. And it shows me people hating on Tesla. I'm not Tesla's biggest fan, but I don't know why this shows up on my For You page so often because I like can't really don't really care much about cars. But there's so much, especially over Christmas, there were so many things that were on threads on the on the For You um, timeline, which was just like, my car said it was going to get me 300 miles, it only got me 200 or whatever. And it's like, this manufacturer is more accurate. Blah, 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 blah. There was loads of that uh, going over Christmas. That might be because you follow me and we interact with each other because I was posting quite a bit about, about right, electric yeah, cars yeah, yeah. over Christmas. I, I did a full thread on threads about the first part of the road trip, which I'll put in the show notes. But yeah, all in all, great road trip. I'm. It was fun to test Apple Maps. It was also fun to test the Mach-E. Like, I had a great experience with Electrify America. I had a great experience using the Mach-E at a Tesla supercharger charging stop which you can do with um, something Tesla calls Magic Dock. It was cool finding a way to make 18 hours in the car fun. I know 18 hours for you is like drive across the country 12 times. but <laughs> Something like four times, but yeah. It's... You spend like four, five, six hours before you even get out of the state of Texas. Yeah, Texas is almost the entire size of our country. Almost. 